Are, are you there? Your, your internet's bad. Are you there? Are you connected to the internet? Now I can't see you. Oh, David. Okay, I could see you. Now you can't see you. Why is your name Bloopy? Because uh, that's the sound that I make when I go poop. <laughs> you make it or your poop makes that sound? We both do. Oh my god! And, and if I can, if I if I can say it at the exact time as it's hitting the water and making that noise, then I <laughs> award five extra points to myself. Oh my god, that's very creative of you. Yeah. Um, so I didn't tell you the name of this podcast yet. You're like one of my first, you I know, thought, guests. Is that, is that bologna sandwiches or something like How that. How do you know about that? Because you sent me a link. And oh, you, I, I started listening to uh, one of the episodes when you talk about how easy men go poop. Yeah. Which is why I said that in that text. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Do you know why it's called bologna sandwiches? You have no idea why, huh? I, I, there's no way I, that I would possibly know that. Okay. This was what mom and dad served at their wedding was bologna sandwiches. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. I do know that. So. Yeah. Because Carol told me, she told me that she was like, the first time that grandma, you know, dad's side of the family met mom was the day of the wedding. And um, Carol said that she was summoned to go to the kitchen and make sandwiches, bologna sandwiches. So not only did they serve bologna sandwiches, they had the guests help make yeah. the bologna sandwiches. Well, at least they served alcohol there. Did they? No. No, they didn't. Pentecostals. It was a Pentecostal Jewish wedding. Yeah. They all sat around and judged each other. Like, oh like no one's better at judging other people than Pentecostals <laughs> or Jews. Oh my God, that's so true. I mean, that is seriously the truest statement in the world. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why maybe that's why you and I and probably Helen are pleasantly judgmental. Yeah, it could also be why I don't have any friends. I mean, I know. Yeah. Well, you live on a farm far away with chickens. So those are your friends. Um, yeah. So I know them yeah. in the biblical sense. <laughs> Wait, you know your friends in the biblical sense? No, my chickens. <laughs> Does that mean you like do naughty stuff to them? <laughs> that's, that's what that means. <laughs> cool. Thank you for ruining oh. the joke by making me explain it. <laughs> you know, I'm not easily like it, it's kind of goes over my head a lot. Um, so something interesting to talk about, I thought we could, we could talk about how you um, help guide people to the other side in your job. Mm -hmm. You gently nudge them. Is that why that? you gently nudge them to go? No, I'm just kidding. You might not think that's funny. It's more like a like a rough shove. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a drag them along and toss them <laughs> over the edge. <laughs> so if anybody can guess what you're doing, what you do for work, they would get a hundred million dollars. Okay. You're a, you're a hospice nurse. Yeah, hospice nurse. Uh, formerly ICU nurse, but now instead of helping people stay alive that uh, you know, many, many times shouldn't be alive anymore. Not to sound callous, but that's just the nature oh, yeah. of it. 
Um, now I now I help people who want to pass along with dignity and um, they're under their own powers and when they want to go. So yeah, it's much yeah. more rewarding. Do you say people, when you say the ICU, people that shouldn't live, do you think that to a certain extent we created medicine and everything in such a way that helps extend life, but sometimes it shouldn't extend life? Like there's no quality of life, but they're being pumped full yeah. of medicine. Well, you know, it's, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. We have, have done and did do and still do amazing things in the ICU. Um, and it's definitely, you know, there for a reason and uh you know the people who make it out you know, they would otherwise die but oftentimes we wind up just you know we hook people up to the machines and the family's too afraid to let go and we just kind of circulate blood through their body and give them medicines that keep them alive and they just kind of look like they honestly look like they're already dead and they pretty much are until we turn everything off and then they die so, um, yeah, for sure. The life-saving stuff, um, can, uh, interfere with, uh, you know, the natural order of things. And a lot of times we keep people alive longer than they should be. Yeah. And, that's a big and like yeah. I said, not to be callous, um, but you know, like, um, working in that environment, especially through COVID in the ICU, and uh, seeing just kind of by the time people got to the ICU and during COVID, they uh, none of them made it out. I mean, so, such a few numbers compared to how many people we admitted in the ICU during COVID made it out that it's virtually insignificant. I mean, it is insignificant. And then those that did, they wound up being traked and paid and sent off to a rehab. Uh, so like that's 90 percent of them. Uh, so. Uh, you know, it's like uh, just kind of got tired of um, it's feels like you're pissing in the wind a lot of the times. And uh, especially during COVID, you knew that no matter what you did, the person was going to die. Um, no matter how many interventions or how on top of things you were or how many things you threw at them, it just didn't matter. Um, and uh, so, you know. Mm. Yeah. So now I'm in hospice and I don't have to deal with any of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Huh. Have you, have you seen, have you listened to Smartless podcast or um, Conan O'Brien needs a friend? Yeah, I, I listened to Conan needs a friend. It, um, I love Conan O'Brien. I do too. But, uh, you know, I don't know what happened with podcast. I, you know, I've been in this podcast game for a minute, you know. <laughs> I can <laughs> tell. I can tell. But I have listened to listened to podcasts for a long time and when he came along it i saw this there's this whole like thing about him like now podcasts are popular because conan's doing it and i was like what? Uh, like joe rogan who has hundreds of millions of listens and anyways um i like conan and uh gosh he makes me laugh so hard and uh i don't know like i sometimes he he gets like super um like sometimes if there's a comedian that's not very funny, but because they're like uh, a certain class of person, like I'm thinking of Tig Notaro. 
And oh. like, I just don't find it funny at all. But he talks about how, how hilarious she is on. And so anyways, I don't know, maybe I just kind of got over it a little bit, but yeah. I haven't listened to it in a while. And you know, what's funny <laughs> is that uh, Chris D'Elia, who I like Chris D'Elia, but you know, he, he uh, caught, caught that case with uh, trying to talk up those young girls. Yeah. Um, he had this Dawn of the Dead movie that's coming out on Netflix. Uh, it's like a zombie movie, post-apocalyptic zombie movie. He had <laughs> he had this part in it. He was part of this big crew of people. And, uh, you know, he would always talk about filming and all this kind of stuff. And then that whole thing happened to him. And he got he dropped off the map. And then they replaced him with Tig Notaro, <laughs> which I just think is so funny. That is uh, so weird in every way, yeah. on I every mean, level. I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how it happened, but yeah, yeah. I still like Chris D'Elia. I think he's great, and if he, yeah, whatever happened, I'm sure he's figuring it out. Uh, I think on his podcast, he's back on his podcast now, and he said that he, you know he has a he had a sex addiction. Yeah, so. well, at least yeah, he's taking care of his business. That's good. Yeah, he's working uh, on it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So what do you want to talk about? <laughs> what if I had people on my show and I was like, so what do you want to talk about? <laughs> That's like the worst podcast <laughs> host in the world. You, you know, what's funny to me. And I've talked about this before that we had to wear culottes, like as girls, guys could be UPC and you don't look weird, which sucks. The only time you could tell a person is UPC is a woman. You, you can't tell a guy is UPC by looking at him, but we, we couldn't cut our hair and we had to wear culottes. And I remember going swimming so many times in our stupid culottes, like in the ocean, in the, at the beach, that is the number one way to kill somebody is like to have them wear culottes in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like wrapped around their neck and dragging them just, in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just part of the religion though. You put the culottes around the neck and then you drag them in. What's your worst or best memory about UPC days, Pentecostal days? Uh, best or worst memory? Oh, man. Peanut brittle could be part of it. What's that? Peanut brittle. No, peanut brittle. I remember that. Uh, I, I, do you remember like when we would all get in lines and dance around the place? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my like God, when, I do doing revivals and like everyone would like dance and clap and like be in this long the line like wrap around all, all the way around the auditorium yeah it'd be like um the worst um <laughs> the, the worst limbo <laughs> ever just a bunch of stodgy white people like <laughs> bebopping around that's uh, hilarious i remember uh I don't know. This is probably deep in the weeds of, of uh, weird spiritual things. But I remember pretending to speak in tongues because, you know, they, they said that was the only way that you could be saved was to speak in tongues. And so I wanted to be saved. So I pretended to speak in tongues. And uh, I don't know. It, I guess I never really felt bad about it. But Good. One of the best things was going to camp. Remember going to camp? Yeah. I loved camp. Yeah, I loved I loved youth camp too. Yeah. Well, I what still, about you? I mean, I think youth camp too, because we used to go camping as a family. So I love camping and I love camping memories. 
those were fun. So I think part of youth camp, the thrill of it was you were going camping and then we would stay up all night and we could go to the uh, candy, the place where they sold candy and buy tons of candy. It was like a slumber party. Snack shack. Yeah. The snack shack. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. I remember that. I remember when I got the Holy ghost and when brother Buster came to church and the only reason, yeah, I, I was eight years old and he did the whole mm-hmm. thing where if you want to go to heaven and you have to get the Holy ghost. So everybody that didn't have the Holy ghost would go to the front of the church and everyone that had it was off to the side. And then they came over and they like, I guess, you know, started praying and stuff, but, um, that's when I was saved. So I'm for sure going to heaven. I don't know. You sound like you faked it. Would you like, would you like to receive the Holy ghost right now? <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. Do you think that, do you think that messes your psyche up at all as a person? I don't think it did to me. Hmm. Cause you're so young. You're trying to understand like the concept of life and death and hell and heaven mm-hmm. at a young age. I never thought about that. I never thought about if it had any kind of impact on my on my current spiritual walk or any other aspect. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I think once we separated, it was a pretty easy separation. I was glad to leave it and never really thought about it again. And then you know, Grandpa's funeral when all the UPC people were there. I remember they they all they pretty much just spoke to or ministered to other UPC people. If you were out of the UPC at grandpa's funeral, you were, you were like, yeah. uh, they just com- completely ignored you. I, I don't know yep. if they thought they were going to catch a case of like worldliness from us or something. Um, I, I don't know. But, which is so weird because we're his family and the funeral wasn't even about like his family. It was about the church. Yeah. I yeah. But that. I'll tell you what, it, if I have, when at my funeral, I want to go, I want people to, I want it to be a celebration. I don't want it to be some morning, you know, super sad event. Like I liked how they did it. You know, they, yeah. they sing a, like crossing over the Jordan and stuff like that. And it was very joyous and raucous. So yeah. I like that about it. That's true. Did you ever see that? Um, <laughs> it was a video of some Irish guy. This is, I think it was, I think it was Ireland. He died and he, before he died, he recorded himself like, like he was stuck in the casket. I, I guess the guy was like just a joker, right? Everyone, like he, he had this great sense of humor. And uh, and so uh, everyone was like around that they had lowered him into the ground. And then all of a sudden someone played, it's like knocking. Hey, 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 get me out of here. And he went on this whole rant. It was, re- it's really funny, but you know, everyone, was just la- everyone around the, the graveside was laughing oh. and, uh, I just thought that was awesome. That's all I, I like wanted. Yeah. I, it's kind of like a trend now, like to die and to have a celebration of life rather than a funeral. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, it's a trendy thing to do. What do you think? What do you think is a, a better trend? <laughs> having, having a celebration at the end of your life or your parents starting a natural, um, like a, a devastating natural disaster by lighting off some freaking like explosive at a gender reveal and setting 50,000 acres on fire. Can you imagine what they feel like? Can you imagine the horror that right. they well, feel? Especially, I saw this one the other day where 
where someone like they filled up some kind of a ball with whatever the color chalk is. Right. And, and they threw it to the dad or so the mom, the mom had a baseball glove and she was like underhanding the ball to him. And I swear he whiffed on like 30, like, it was like whoosh, whoosh. she would, she either, she would throw it too far or, or she would like throw it oh. perfectly. And he would totally whiff. It took, probably took like 30 ch- tries Oh God! for him. I'm like, it's so over the, it, it's jumped the shark. Right. It's, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And, and no, and knowing how like kind of, it's like stupid it is and how everyone thinks that it's stupid now. And then pe- for people to still do it, it makes it even worse when it turns into like a national headline because you did something stupid. Like what it was one, they, they, they had a cannon and they primed the cannon and they primed it wrong. And, and, and um, it's like an old antique artillery piece and they lit it off as going to blow out of color. And like it blew the barrel and sent shrapnel all over the place. And like three people went to the hospital with shrapnel wounds. I mean, <laughs> at this point, who is doing this? Are they um, just like total hillbilly weirdos? Or are they like, no, 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 no. were they young hipsters? Are they? No, like- I think it's uh, just people who are, who, I don't know. They're, they're following a trend, I guess. Yeah. You know, and you, and you have to do something, um, you have to do something better than the other, all the other ones that have been done. So yeah. or you think you do. Yeah, I agree. See, mm. we could, we could do this a lot because we have lots of interesting topics. Like I want to talk about comedians and comedy and where you think that's going in stand-up comedy. And, um, and then also um, I wanted to say another quick trend to add to that is the trend of life. I guess supposedly like the trend right now is for like a man and a woman to get together and like, be with one another become one and the man ejaculates into the woman's body and then like Mm. this form of a life is made i don't know if you've heard of that but that's a crazy crazy trend right now no i mean the most awkward thing is that you and i are talking about this (laughs) this is the most awkward thing uh but no i haven't heard of that you know my wife and i jeff that's my wife she, we, uh, we made a commitment to each other that we were going to wait for 20 years. <laughs> for you have sex. Yeah. So. That's a new trend to get married and then wait like 10 to 20 years. More years. Before you become one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before we make the two back, the two back monster. <laughs> the monster with two backs. I don't. Oh, is it? Cause like, is that like a move? Okay, that's yeah, okay. That's, that's, that's <laughs> a move. Okay. That's the move. That's called missionary. Oh, like when you go on a missions trip to Africa or like a missions trip to... So if I go on a missions trip to like Ghana, I'll be like, is this where the two-backed monster is? Or is this mm-hmm. where the... T- <laughs> I think you better prepare, be prepared for some uh, unpleasant uh, results if you go around asking that question. Do you think it's like kind of... Um, is the word contrite? That's not the right word. But like how as Americans, we go to other countries because we think that we're going to save them. But they're probably like, why are you guys here? Like, do you think there's like, it's um, a self-righteous thing at times to do, to go overseas and try and help people? Like when... As missionaries? Yeah. No, no, I don't okay. think so. I think it's, to me, I think it's, well, I mean, I guess it all depends on how you do it, your approach. 
I mean, if you're like Christopher Columbus and you're like, I'm going to save these people by massacring them, then uh, <laughs> no, I don't think that's the right way. We but don't like, want to do. If, yeah. If you uh, if you have the resources and and you have a generous spirit and you're willing to help people out, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's know? true. I'm just going to do this. Yeah, let's get off of that weird subject. <laughs> Mom's going to do the podcast tomorrow on Mother's Day. But okay. I haven't told her the name of it yet because I don't know how she's going to react. Oh, I'm sure she'll laugh at it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. What's that shirt that you're wearing? Um, it's a Chevrolet shirt. I got it at um, like Nordstrom's or something. It made me feel fancy. Wait, as... you got that shirt at Nordstrom? <laughs> yeah. Did you, what, are you serious? It's a man's shirt. Did you pay like, you, you paid over $30 for that shirt, didn't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. A little bit. You could have found, you could go to South America and find that shirt for two pesos. What if, th- what if this is what I did? What if I went on a mission trip and then I stole clothes from the kids that we <laughs> gave them? So like, they had like a nostalgic 1990s Nike yeah, shirt. What if, what if you were like, an Instagram influencer and you did that? Oh, like, guys, guys, I found the best deals on these shirts. <laughs> and there's like shirtless children running around. Mm-hmm. Or what if one of, what if this, what if one of these, you know, these countries we give clothes to, what if they're holding on to like, a one of a kind, like 1990s original Nike t-shirt that's like signed by somebody and it's worth so much money. They should keep it. And then, and then I they think, should. I say we invade. Okay. okay. It's, a, it's a war for shirts instead of a yeah. war for oil. Yeah. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be so. Um, that's not nice to say stuff like that. I'm sorry, God. Uh, so did you see uh, that Dave Chappelle was on Joe Rogan's? podcast no that's an interesting mix yeah well they've been doing shows together here in austin over covid um so so it would be it's uh it would i think some of the shows it was joe rogan dave Chappelle, donnell rawlings michelle wolf and then a couple other people i think maybe ian edwards was on a couple of them anyways they did quite a few um quite a few dates and they did it at Stubbs outdoors and they COVID tested everybody before they went in. But I freaking love Dave Chappelle. And then the, inter- the interview, it wasn't like, Oh, lots of jokes or anything like that, but I just appreciate Chappelle's outlook on life so much. He's so um, like centered and, uh, and reasonable and nice. And, um, uh, you know, he he's not willing to like uh, toss toss someone's a relationship aside because he disagrees on a few things with them. You know, anyways, I just uh, it just made me like Dave Chappelle even more, which I didn't even think was possible. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I like when um, I like when dogs bark in the background, and I you know what? It's okay. He's cute. It's your dog, but um. You look so mean. <laughs> it's okay. What's your family doing? Uh, thank you. Jess is, uh, she's kind of been sick for a few mm-hmm. days. Um, 
and the boys are just hanging out inside. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say like kind of on a back to what we were talking about three seconds ago. Um, I like when people have a platform and they don't use it to either slander other people. You have to look at me the whole time we're talking or I feel like you're not listening. No, I slander other people. Forget, forget your family. Okay. Your family does not exist right now. Okay. I exist in the podcast. But you're my family. So this is. Oh yeah, that's true. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Don't forget your family exists. Um, Anyways, that was all I was going to say is that, um, yeah, people that don't slander other people, unless they're doing it as a dig, because it's like something fun that they're doing to each other, but like use your platform. Don't get haughty with your platform. You know, don't throw people on, even family, like people that like air their dirty laundry. I'm like, why are you guys doing this? Anyways, it's very insightful that I said that. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. That's weird that that's a thing that podcasts are so much of a thing that people use them to slander their family. (laughs) (laughs) They're so ubiquitous and everyone has a podcast, so. (laughs) That's true. Everyone's doing a podcast, but this one's different because it involves bologna sandwiches and a great story about why that's there and it's just a well-rounded show where you talk about whatever you want especially when i'm on it it's very rounded well thanks for doing thanks for doing the show i have to ask you the question when this is the baloney podcast show when life gives you baloney you are you doing that on purpose are you kidding Make sandwiches. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Did you pause yourself I, on purpose and then because you froze? No. You froze I know, I did, right. I did that on purpose. <laughs> that was funny though. I I like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. um, I'm sorry to sorry to disappoint you on your podcast. No. Is hilarious. This is this is going to be one of many. You'll come on again, and we'll have more of a um, more of an outline discussion. I think I don't know how organized the show is going to be because I like yeah. the freestyle of it. What make, that's what makes conversations good is when there's organized list of <laughs> subjects that you have to go through. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I- makes conversations flow and seem natural. Yeah, that's how I have all friends from my friendships and stuff when we go to the coffee shop i give them a, i give them an index card that i copied <laughs> oh my god that's so funny uh-huh. i want to go on a date just to like a fake date just to um do something like that like give them an index card and be like can you follow along follow along with me <laughs> and then like have the list and then like have like F on the list is Julia goes to bathroom, takes call <laughs> saying, I need to leave. And then G is, let's say the guy's name is Will. Will sits at the table alone, looking at the bathroom, <laughs> waiting for Julia to come back. H, Will finally leaves the restaurant with head hanging low. Like you hand it to him at the beginning of the day. <laughs> that's so funny that's hilarious okay 
Well, um, once again, thanks for doing the the (laughs) (laughs) I have no ending for this show, but, um, okay. So anyways, thanks for doing the baloney podcast show. Yeah.